This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Carburetor and Fuel Injection, 6622 University Avenue in lovely San Diego. Carburation, fuel injection, whatever you need, San Diego Carburetor can definitely hook you up. Go to stcarb.com. And if you drive a Porsche, a Mini, or a uh, Porsche Mini, or BMW, you can get all your work done at Black Horse Motorsport. Great dealer alternative. Or if you want to go racing, maybe you want to go solo one, SECA. Black Forest has got over 40 years experience tuning and setting vehicles up just to do that. So make sure you check them out at blackforestautomotive.com. All right. We got the kid in the house. How are you doing? I'm well, Dave. How are you? I'm doing hunky-dory. So I'm reading a book called Crash. Crash. And and I don't have the book in front of me, so I can't give you the names of the people that are, are involved in it. It'll just give you a good excuse to go buy the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's such an interesting read because prior to Dale Earnhardt, we mm-hmm. lost drivers all the time. And it was usually due to the snapping of the basal at the base of the spine. And nobody had really done any studies. Nobody had really done any, any, any looking into it to see if there was a way to stop it. Well, the author uh, of the book, or he just decided there's got to be a way. And it was funny. He was at NASCAR showing it to the drivers, and Dale Earnhardt comes walking in. Ah. I'm not wearing that thing. Oh, yeah, big time. I'm pounding my chest, listeners. Yeah. I'm not wearing that thing. <laughs> Well, and the reason Earnhardt wouldn't wear it, because if you look any vintage photographs or, or video of Earnhardt, he always sat cocked to the left mm. with his head partially out the window. And he did that to feel the wind. Because they always said he could he could read the he could read the wind. And mm. he could tell if a car was in front of him, you know, if oh. the air would break up. You know, he knew when he could go high, he knew when he could go low. And as far as he was concerned, that was an advantage. Right. And he and was not going to destroy it. This was going to take that away for from safety. him. So he wouldn't do it. And he, his seat belts were always loose. He sat in a really crappy race seat that had no sides, you know, where they're yeah. pretty much encapsulating you as a driver. Yeah. So, but once he passed away, this guy started really trying to see if there's got to be a way to was stop he pushing it. more or were drivers and teams asking more do you think he just didn't really push it nascar was looking at it and one thing nascar wouldn't do at the time was mandate it mm-hmm. you're gonna have enough information you're gonna get pushed back oh and not enough information and not enough information okay. so the so the the dry, the guy that designed it he won a couple of imsa races wearing the device and he said it was big and bulky Mm. And what's interesting is that 
when he was trying to decide how to design it at his kitchen table <laughs> with cardboard yeah. duct tape and some manila folders, you know, he was thinking that you had to have it all go down all the way down your back. Right. To the middle of your back. And then, then after doing some crash tests at Michigan State, working with the auto industry, it really had no bearing. You know, if anything, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. So he basically got it slimmed down to what you see today. And it was interesting because at, at KUSI this morning. Oh, uh, you picked one up. You picked up Kelly's, didn't you? I picked you? up Kelly's, which was made for little kids. It was a different company. Probably Next Gen. That's I think, what I wear. I think it a was. A kid's next gen. But it was, you know. There's not much there. And I had a chance to, re- well, what it's designed to do is go under your belt yep. mm-hmm. and attach to your mm-hmm. helmet. Yep. You should have seen what this guy had to do to figure out where was the correct oh, attachment yeah. on the helmet. You just don't put it anywhere. Because you never know. For every action, there's a reaction. Yeah. And the G-forces and... It is, yeah, I'm sure it had to line up yeah. a certain angle. But and, you got to yeah. remember this: this has to be for how many different drivers? Yeah, and different speeds, and different sizes, different widths. Isn't that amazing? Mm. And he had to come up with a, a basically, I guess you can almost say universal mm-hmm. Hans device. I mean, I'm only in chapter two. So was uh, the whole cardboard Manila envelope? Was that in the book? Yeah, and that was at his kitchen table. <laughs> that was such an amazing. By the way, I'm going to send it to you. I did an interview with Danny Thompson mm-hmm. and got some really interesting uh, tidbits from Land Speed. Do you ever want to do oh, Land Speed? I'd like to go watch. <laughs> but you don't want to drive? Um, I See, think I'll I stay wanted... realistic. I like to keep one foot in reality. I always wanted to just be in the 200-mile-an-hour club. Well, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, I think I could deal with 200. 400, I mean, 300, 400, 500, not so much. Yeah. I mean, that's not just something you do once. You work towards it, uh, I would imagine. So yeah. committing to that is well, probably and, not in my future. And there's no, and did you know, this is another one, you better hurry. The Bonneville Salt Flats what? started out to be like three feet thick of, of salt. It's now down to inches. Oh, really? So the track, so, so the track itself. They're now a group of people for the last 20 years have been working to try to save save the salt. Well, yeah, I was wondering if not PETA, but the other groups, Sierra, Sierra clubs, clubs all out there, well, worked up. I don't know. They probably got their, you know, Panties. they got their little iron uproar. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's don't even get me started. I just had a nice Hopefully day. that doesn't go. There's so much history there. Oh, it's off the charts, off the charts. And uh, but yeah, this morning on KUSI, folks, if you haven't, if you didn't see it, <laughs> Kelly wins. Go to YouTube, <laughs> put my name in, and click on the video. It is hilarious. He's and Kelly talked and talked and even talked. Steve's like, did they something about sponsors? Did they? I go, they probably practiced. They all did really well. I all three know. of them did well with their sponsors. And I told him, I said, now if you can't remember, just turn look around and car. look at the car. Yeah. <laughs> and the best one was uh, Bryce and Kelly or Isabella. Is Isabella? What a little he was good. I mean, yeah. he rattled those little. You know, he almost lost it last night at Coco. Pop. You said he almost went upside down. Got up on two wheels oh, and everybody. Yeah, because he he you know Eric doesn't know exactly you know how it happened if somebody came down on him or he went up. 
but the wheels touched and he boing, well yeah they're open wheel too yeah so, so he gets I up, yeah he gets up on two wheels doing a little monster jam you know just <sighs> and then he turned into it and boom came back oh, good. down poor mom i'm oh, sure she can you imagine <laughs> You imagine her little heart must have been just beaten, yeah, right out of her chest, yeah. But you know, and and I, I, I was really, I really enjoyed having that segment on. Liz came out, yeah. I saw her running out. She has young kids. She came running out. She comes running out often when the Barona racers are there. So she, yeah. I looked at her and I said, "You want to get straight A's? Yeah. You want to have a good kid with good attendance? This is the way to do it." He goes, yeah, you know, you might be right. I says, I can get you, I can get you seat time for your kids. That's not an issue. I got a kick watching because I know just the memories I have with my parents doing stuff, and yeah. I know that's happening with these parents yeah. and kids, and yeah. so happy for them. And they were all there. All the parents were there, uh-huh. and I didn't embarrass anybody. I saw them. when they went to go line up to race. The parents were scattered. Oh yeah, they scattered. <laughs> well, and that was so, and and I wasn't going to do that. That wasn't the my race? idea. What's the little kid's name? Uh, I can never think Bryson? of it. Bryce. Mm-hmm. Is it Bryce or Bryson? I think it's Bryson. Yeah. So Bryson says, hey, let's have a race. We'll line up <laughs> after the segment. We'll... I go, because every time I do something like that, I you hear screw, about it. Or I screw up. <laughs> oh. Trust me. So I said, all right. And sure enough, he couldn't get Yeah, he couldn't get started. But well, he they did. did get they did. started. They did. He was out in the front parking lot jumping up and down, hooting and hollering because he lost. He came hooting in last. Hooting and hollering and Because like, he came he in last. Mad? Well, because he didn't get his car even with well, the other two. you know, eh, it is what it is. Called, when the flag drops. It's called TV is what it's called. <laughs> we had a good time. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, dirt dude, dude on the line? No. He will. Yeah, we we have confidence in him. All right, folks, this is FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, hey, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio on FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford. El Cajon Ford, where they take such good care of you, you cannot go wrong. They have a great relationship with Ford, and they have an inventory that would knock your socks off. And if you're looking for the new uh, Ford uh, Sport, the uh, the Bronco. God, I can What? Tell me. They have them. Not the big one, the little one. You can buy them there. Steve's starting to look. Tell him to wait for the big one. That's he'll a like bigger the bigger price tag. Yeah, but he'll like the bigger one instead of the little one. Anyway, so Dirt Dude has not called he in. Well, he's gonna he's gonna call. We're getting real close to the season starting, uh, April third. Third. But somebody sent me a text saying something about. <laughs> oh no, May! That was for May. Yeah, she was talking about uh, lightning sprints. But I think they'll. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, this morning, um, Matlocks, they raced a Dakar. Uh, they are living out in Alpine. KUSI reported on It's not Matlocks. Really? Uh, KUSI. Do you know who I'm talking about? The, the married couple, they were at Dakar. They both raced. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think I know who those people you are. You do. The I wife don't. and the husband each raced Dakar, or uh, Dakar. Dakar. And um, their sons are racing next week. 
in their like razors, whatever it is for juniors. And at the bottom, it said at Barona. And I'm like, hmm? Mm-hmm. And even Steve's like, huh? And I went, I text dirt, dude. I'm all Barona. What? Um, but I guess they're racing at the, not at the track that I want to race at and not at the drag strip, but the other track out there, the oh, motocross the, track. The motorcycle track. Yeah. Right. Oh, is dirt, dirt dude's dude's on? Did he call? Hey, I'm dirt here. Dude. Hey. How you doing? Hey, I'm just waiting in the wings here. Yeah, the uh, Brona Oaks. They're racing at Brona okay. Oaks. It just said Brona. I was like, what? Well, I said that too. I'm like, Brona. There's, <laughs> there's like, you know how many tracks are out there? And then any different things are like, they're, they're racing at the paintball park? What, what right. is it? I, know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a friend of mine uh, yesterday says, are you going to Paris Auto Speedway tonight? Oh. I went, huh? So I texted Scott. Scott says, "No, we're not running." So, so people are not either looking at the schedule or or, or they're mixing up what's, you know, because like I told her, I says, "Well, you know, they do rent the track out." So I mean, it's very yeah. possible that somebody might be doing. We're uh, just, you know, what we're just so excited. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, we. Well, I thought that maybe they had rented the track mm-hmm. for their right. special event too. Right. You know, because because we had side by side or UTVs mm-hmm. or whatever they call them now. You know, because I guess they're copyright or something so yeah we've had them at our track before come on be politically correct now young fellow i I don't want to get anybody in trouble and i don't want to get myself in trouble by you know saying the wrong words so hey what did you think of that race this morning did you see it with kelly (laughs) (laughs) i saw bryce in the back was like he was gonna like run over everybody he couldn't get it started but when he did he was like he was like the fastest one out of the group because he had those two other taken off and he was like he caught them like by the gate, and then he I was think he would have drove, drove around him. And you should have seen him out in the front parking lot, hopping up and down like a, like a, like a, like a chicken out of water, man. He was, and I know he was saying, ah, "If you guys need to wait, well, he pulled right in between, right behind. He's supposed to pull to the left, so I could have had three of them take off. But it was funny. It was. It was Did they go funny. all the way around? No. And no. I thought of that. I thought about doing that, but since. Then I thought, no, then they're going to get up to some of their – because these things are what, do 45, 50? Well, that would have took some planning and to have both gates open, yeah. and then they would have been racing around the building. Yeah. Remember last time that happened, that nah. guy with the uh, off-road truck? Yes. <laughs> How well did that go? Uh, no. So I decided, and then everybody <laughs> in the studio was texting me, they better not hit my car. They oh, better geez. not hit my car. I go – they're race car drivers. Okay, they're five, yeah, six, right. seven years old. <laughs> but they're race car drivers. They know how to race. Did you hear about Isabella almost got on his lid last night at Cocoa Pop? I heard when they were talking about it. I didn't see anything about it. Um, I had some good news about Cocoa Pop. Um, I, I mean, one of our drivers, um, Brian Fitzgibbons, oh, yeah. he's, been, he's yeah. been battling cancer, right? So yeah. he had got this brand-new car, brought it out here getting ready to run and now he's going through his chemo um therapy stuff so he had brian brown he took it out to coca last night it was 1500 to win for the uh, hobby stocks wow so he's like got this new car i got brian brown out there brian brown showed up in his sport mod and he's like i'm gonna put him in the car i'm like yeah let's see what big carl can do they they nicknamed him carl So uh, I'm like, let's see what Big Carl can do. Wish him luck and everything. He pulled off the win last night. Yeah. And Big Carl, since he's Big Carl, probably kept 12 and gave three to Fitzgibbons. I was so shocked about it. I'm sure he probably just took the trophy and been like, hey, you know, this goes back into your car. 
thank you for letting me drive it. I know he was pretty appreciative of them just like taking the car out there wow. and giving it to him. So. How cool is that's that? Very good. Yeah. Well, that's that's what local racers are all about, right? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a bummer because he's got a car that runs in a division that we really don't run. The hobby stocks. That's that's mm-hmm. IMC hobby stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest we would run would be the the little pure stocks, uh, the Hornet class, and then IMCA Sprint car, or IMCA Modifieds and B mods. Well, why so, would he buy a car that he can't run at Barona? Because it's a builder that he knows very well, and I'm sure he probably got a pretty good deal on the wow. car. And it is a very fast, thorough, complete car. So <laughs> I'm sure it's it was nothing but the best when he bought it. He couldn't resist. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. You want I think he's at a champion chassis, I think, or something like that. I think uh-huh. that's what they what he runs, champion. So he's got. I'm not be. sure. I'd have to. I'd have to have him come in sometime, like everyone else, like trying to get Brandon Painter to come in. We can talk about how our season's going to go. I mean, we're only what three weeks away, three, three ish. Yeah, be good to know. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. I, I, I'd like to know about some maybe a practice before. I know that. I called Todd yesterday, and he was super busy at the track. He actually, he's like, I got a ton of people around me right now. He goes, can I call you later? And <laughs> I haven't heard back from him yet. So I know he's been super busy, you know, getting everything ready. We already have. I saw um, both the push truck and our tow trucker there getting getting ready. So mm-hmm. we're getting everything ready. I know. I am, too. I am so ready, 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 ready. I've got myself a new Ford van. I saw what how many how many did you get? Like three or something? No, just one. But I have I have a total of four he has a collection. Vans, but they all have dog duty except that one. And somebody posted, well, you could put dog no dogs in this van. Because what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go to Barona, I'm gonna find me a little spot, and I'm gonna get me my easy up. I'm thinking about putting an awning on the side of this van. And so I can sit there on uh, and watch the races i got my little pit bike so i can go screaming around and go say hi to everybody i got this all figured out he's got a plan as long as you have a light on your bike <laughs> i got more lights than santa claus and i've got a guy <laughs> by the name of mark lewick who uh he's a you ever seen cafe 67 the restaurant yeah mm-hmm. yeah you ever seen that big logo out front that shows the the car hop girl well, yeah, that's who did the artwork. So he's going to paint oh, nice. the tank and the side cover in Racer Radio, and Brittany's car is going to be on there, and Dale Earnhardt Senior's car is going to be on there. <laughs> Some heavy hitters, and then the little thirty. Then the little thirty-seven is going to be on there. And all... be like, oh, there's Dale, and there's John Force, and who's that? <laughs> that's Brittany. Fancy, fancy. That's Brittany Sandoval. And I've got, of course, you know, I don't think I'm going to have enough. Mat- yeah, so but he's already got it figured out. He's already got it designed. Have you got a space set aside for the dirt dude mug on there? I know you sure. got to have my face on there. Oh, uh, with the mohawk or no mohawk? Yeah, the whole mohawk thing. Are you mohawk? My it? new. Are you mohawk? Uh, my new look. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. I grew a beard for a while. Nobody noticed. So I cut it off. <laughs> well, with the with the mask on, I don't think people are going to be like, Dude, "Hey, what are you going? What's going on under there?" It was white as snow. <laughs> so just, just like your hair, right? Pretty much. So I said, "Well, I guess I don't need a double dose." But it's it was like it was really soft. It was like a little puppy. Right? Did Michelle like it? She didn't care. She didn't, she didn't care. Okay. Unless I bark, she doesn't. <laughs> you know, that's, I, saw, I saw the I saw your other post where you had like. 
five bags of dog food in the back of your car. Yeah. I'm like, man. I know. Well, I, a I, lot. I t- well, I took the car. I went to Costco and did it for her, you know. And she usually helps me unload it because I don't want to take a chance. I threw my back out one other time loading dog food. So I just try not to do it. And we got busy, and I left it. I go, okay, I'll make a segment out of it. <laughs> Show everybody how, how you know, how you, and, it, and that car handled it perfectly. But, yeah. But, yeah, so that's. Probably helps with a little bit of rear weight back there to you yeah. know, give it a little yeah. more stability. But I still got almost 40 miles per gallon. But I was joking with people. I go, yeah, that's one week of dog food. Uh-huh. I was about to say, was that a month? Nah, I was giving you a little bit of benefit of doubt. I didn't think a week. So. Actually, I think it's two. Maybe three. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I know. But no, we're, she's doing good. She uh, placed three dogs that have moved on. and So, yeah, but th- but there's more coming. Yeah, we got a couple more litters coming. So, so, you haven't heard, so you haven't heard anything about a practice yet? I have not got anything back yet. I'm still working on it. Um, I'm hoping that we can make some contact with the higher-ups, and we can actually um, maybe next weekend – um, get something going on and get some people in there and we can talk about what's going on a little closer to the date. Yeah. If yeah, not, may, hopefully I, we can uh, find someone else to be entertaining. Yeah. Well, I may want to, I'm going to come out, I think, and try to find me a, a spot there. I could, have you got a view from your pit? Not so much now. No, I don't want to be around you then. <laughs> no, you want... need to be up on the top Higher. of the hill. That's, yeah. that's, that's the best spot is up on top of the hill. I just wonder if this old Ford can make it up to the top right. of the hill. <laughs> You don't want to be Get the halftime show. And then towed down. Yeah, towed up and towed down. I know that's the only other, only other concern I got. But hey, you know, it's we'll see. Uh, but anyway, so I, I, I mean, everybody I'm talking to is just chomping at the bit to get out to Barona. They'll and, be ready. They've and been... by the way, just so you'll know, Liz, <laughs> once she, I think I've got her talked into putting her two boys in a in a car. So. Well, the Medinas, they're willing to get in a ride. So. I know. They were out at uh, Cocopa last night. Were they? Yeah, I think so. They were with uh, uh, Fitz, Fitz, uh, Fitzgibbons. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Post said. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Office. The Little Heathens. Yeah, the Little Heathens. Mm-hmm. What a great name for kids. All right, buddy. Well, hey, it sounds like you're at a party. So... Well, I'm just in the garage working on bikes again. Ah. Sundays. Hey, I'll bring you my bike. You can work on it. Work on it. It's brand new. <laughs> Why would I need to work on it if it's brand new? But, hey, if it's brand new, bring it to me, and I will ride it for a while. There you go. Hey, if just uh, wanted to congratulate Dirt Dude on the signing of uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger again to the yeah, Steelers. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> what's this I hear? You think that old guy will be able to handle it next year, buddy? He's still going to keep kicking. I mean, like, he's like, not been like, oh, this is going to be my last year. He's like, oh, I'll tell you when I'm done. <laughs> That's my boy, Ben. All right, buddy. I mean, like, look at three I'm... years ago, he played with a cast and a boot I on know. his leg and still did very well. I know. you are... See what you went and did, Brittany? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I saw that stream across last night. <laughs> you just had to remember that for the dude. That's funny. All right, buddy. Hey, stay out of trouble, and we will talk to you next week. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks. Bye, Dirt Dude. Thanks, buddy. All right, folks, you are listening to Racial Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio, 
FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Fast half-mile dirt clay. I call it dirt clay because there's a little mixture up there. And they are just chomping at the steering wheel trying to get back going again. And we're waiting patiently. But in the meantime, Scott Delosio hooked us up with a couple of icons Mm -hmm. when it comes to... Uh, speedway. speed, speedway racing. We got Brad Oxley, two-time national speedway champion, and he's also the promoter at Mesa Speedway. And his dad, Harry, uh, who was one of the founders of Costa Mesa Speedway. How you doing, guys? We're doing good, real good. Thanks. That's good to hear. Well, I guess the first person <laughs> we should make sure is doing good is Brad. Rad Brad. Yeah, you had a little bit of a mishap down in Mexico. Are you on the men's? Yeah, I'm on the men's. I hooked up with a deer and got off at like 50-plus mile an hour. Ended up with a perforated aorta. Yeah. And uh, collapsed lung. I have like 16 fractures in my ribs and a vertebrae in my back. So I, I'm a little rough right now, but I'm coming back. Yeah. That's good, good news. Yeah, we are so glad you're okay. Because, I mean, I broke four ribs and punctured a lung doing a flat track school up in City of Industry. But I was tougher than you. I drove all the way back to San Dave, Diego in that shape. Dave, Dave, Dave. He was by himself, I believe. I was, too. In Mexico. I wasn't in Mexico. But, hey, I'm glad to hear yeah, you. I, I- I ended up with a 30-hour trek to get back to the hospital here in Mission Viejo, and I was lucky that uh, I was able to get some of the best care available here in Mission Viejo, and uh, it was quite an ordeal. Well, you sound fantastic. I know. You sound good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just totally blown away. The doctors are probably pretty impressed, but seriously, how many racers do you know that don't bounce back? I don't know what it is about racers and accidents they all seem they do they all seem to bounce they do bounce back they bounce back quicker than if they you know weren't a racer say they just got you know hitting their 62 chevy impala but hey let's talk to harry for a moment hey harry how long how long you been running costa mesa uh well costa mesa has been running over 30 years but uh, I, I ran it for about 26 years and then turned it over to Brad. Wow. That's amazing. Now, unfortunately, I have not been to Costa Mesa. Have you been, Brittany? I have not. So tell the folks, what? why would we drive to Costa Mesa? Tell us about the track. Well, it's, it's a very short track. And uh, it's, it's uh, a specialty track built for the Steamway Arsenal. And, uh, Is that you, Brad? Sounds like you're in a, a garbage truck backing up. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I'm not really sure what that's right. coming from. I'm a bit of a technophobe myself. So. <laughs> oh yeah, well I'm not. So I mean, I hate my computers. So anyway, so so is it mainly for speedway racing, speedway bikes? Yes. Yes, it's basically for speedway bikes. Gotcha. gotcha. What uh, length or distance or? Yeah, how big a is track it a is it? Half mile? No, no, no. no Too no. fast. No, no, about uh, about two hundred and fifty yards. Oh, yeah, no, they're really, really, you know, speedway bikes. And and I just wanted to ask you guys: Are you seeing 
Speedway bikes coming back stronger than in the past because it was strong for the longest time and then it kind of waned away. Is it coming back? Oh, we absolutely have like the most loyal fan base <laughs> ever. And right. what's so appealing about the events is that in two hours and 15 minutes, we run 40 events. So wow. literally we have a race every three minutes and just super fast paced, unpredictable and colorful. And the whole <laughs> thing's packaged in this little tiny rodeo arena with 5,000 grandstand seats. And we pack that thing full of race fans and wow. it makes it super intimate and just a really awesome atmosphere. Yeah. No, I, there's something about a speedway fan that's sort of, I don't think I found a fan base any stronger than Speedway. And they are die hard fans. I mean, they know all the riders. They know everything about the racing. And, and the best thing is they pack your seats. Yeah, and it's amazing because, like, you can go there one time and then the next week come back with your neighbor and be like the resident expert pointing out <laughs> what's going on with the program and how things are progressing who the top riders are, and in, in that program, there's lots of winners, losers, and crashers, so it's Ooh. never a dull moment. Yeah, and for folks that have never, don't even know what we're talking about, kind of explain a Speedway bike. 500 cc's, no brakes, mm -hmm. running on methanol, no suspension, and no transmission, just a direct drive. You drop the clutch, and it's full throttle. See, Brittany, I knew you'd want to do that. When you said no suspension, my face, yeah. Did my you? Face dropped. I noticed it got a little white. It sounds, well, you know, and I looked it up. It's only an hour and 15 minutes from here. We have to take a oh road trip. Gosh. We got to take a road trip. Uh, you guys got a schedule up uh, on your website? No, you know, we're on the Orange County Fairgrounds in Costa Mesa, which is uh, one of the most uh, up-to-date, politically correct facilities <laughs> in the whole nation. So we're waiting for the governor to decide that we're off lockdown. Gotcha, gotcha. Good well, luck with that. So when is your tentative first race? Well, the Orange County Fair, which is like 128 years old, is really um, – um, the bookmark that we're looking at, and uh -huh. they're going to set the precedent and the parameters for us to come back. So that happens in July, okay? And we're hoping to come back in August, September, and October and get at least six events then. Okay, here's a who's got a pencil? Probably Dad. <laughs> no, don't count on me. I heard the wife in yep, the background. I, was say wife. I heard the wife in the back. I should have her. Okay, write down my hey, write down my email, stall D at cox.net. That's S T A L L D at Cox.net. Send me an email, and if you don't mind trekking down to San Diego, maybe do a little staycation down here, spend the night. I'd love to put some speedway bikes and you guys on K U S I T V. We're the number one watch morning show in Southern Cal, and I've got a fan base that would, would choke a horse. And I would love to have you guys come down prior to your opening race. Just you know, bring a little B-roll so we can show people what you guys are doing, bring some bikes. And if you want to see what I'm doing, just go to Google, put my name in, and click on my YouTube. I just did a segment with three kids from the ages of what? What were they, six, seven, eight years yeah, old? Eight to ten. That races out at Barona, and it's the kind of a segment we can do for you. And, 
And trust me, it'll get a lot of San Diegans to take that trek up to uh, Costa Mesa. That's close. Cool. We could use all the help we can get, and we lost our entire 51st consecutive racing season, and now we're losing the first half of our 52nd 2001 season. We're just super anxious to get yeah. back to business. Well, and I, I and, and this is going to be good for any sponsors that sponsors the track. You can invite them down if you want. And if you watch this segment on YouTube, I've got these little kids, you know, naming off their sponsors. So that's going to be your guys' homework. If you come down, you're going to have to tell me who's on the fence at your racetrack, you know, because that's really what it's all about. If it wasn't for the, the fans and your and the advertisers support that that track, you wouldn't even be talking to me. Yeah, we're not a participant event. We're a spectator event. And people who are interested in it could get a little better idea of what we're doing at Costa Mesa Speedway. Okay. So check that out. We have a cool website and it Great. shows uh all all our schedule and what we're doing upcoming. That is awesome. And to have so what's the age group? What what are you what are you looking at as far as uh who's the youngest and who's the oldest? Well we have junior speedway guys that are on one twenty five and two fifty CC bikes. Uh-huh. And those kids um kind of a part of the show that we're just promoting up and coming racers and they get some lap times and those guys start about 12 years old but uh real speedway guys are on you know 60 horsepower 175 pound bikes with no brakes (laughs) and uh you it's amazing that guys can stretch their careers into their 40s but you really want to be a young strong guy to ride one of those motorbikes well, the beauty of Speedway, it's not an hour and a half race. It's minutes. So it, unless you have an accident and, you know, as long as you don't go down, you know, you should be able to do it. Now, this is on dirt, correct? Yeah, it's a dirt track. You'd be surprised because ex-motocross champions who do 45-minute races get off a Speedway bike after 45 seconds <laughs> and can't even open their hands. <laughs> Well, I told you I took one of those classes up at City of Industry, and so no, I I get it. I mean, I I get it. It's way more intense. White knuckle ride for you, Dave. Well, it had been a while since I rode, and you know, and I made uh, a rather, you know, I made an error, uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, I paid for it, but that's fine. I'm still, you know, I'm still an enthusiast, I'm still a fan. I'd probably climb on another one, but that's another story. Uh, well, hey, buddy, I am so glad you're doing better. Uh, Brad's just, you know, take it one step at a time. Don't push, you know, and, and that way when you heal, you'll heal back properly. And just let Harry do all the work. I mean, you know, you don't need to do anything. I'm just so lucky. You would not believe the people have reached out to uh, me and have mm-hmm. supported us through this. And it really is humbling to know how great race fans are. They're just the best. Yeah, absolutely. And you know you broke a few cardinal rules in motorcycling. You do know that, don't you? Yeah, getting on a bike over 60 years old. Well, no, alone. riding <laughs> alone is one. And, you know, you always, you know, I always tell everybody, when you're going to go someplace, always go with somebody. It's always good to have a partner. Over 60, I that's over 50, you guys, I'm still riding alone. Good. You find me at the front all the time, partner. <laughs> You're so bad. You are so you bad. You keep riding, man. Yeah, you He's keep a- it. Just remember, rubber side down, yeah. shiny side up, and we're yeah. golden.
Yes, sir. Okay, you got my email. Give it to the wife. Let her do it because that's the only way I'll get an email. Trust me. <laughs> see? 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 She's I know. Listening. I know. I know. I give it to guys. It's like, what do you guys do with it? I don't understand. All right, give your website out one more time, guys. Speedway.net. All right. Ah, oh, .net. All right, folks, check it out and get ready because when racing season comes back, you're going to be so busy, you're not going to know how many tracks you're going to go to. Thanks, buddy. You take care, and we'll be talking to you down the road. Okay. Now you know why I turned it up to Brett. Yep, you're the man. <laughs> All right, folks, this is Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. Go to Certified Car Care. It's got a dyno. They can work on everything under the hood. I'm telling you, it is a great place to go if you're into just general automotive or if you're into desert, drag racing, circle track, you name it. The guys at Certified Car Clinic can hook you up. Go to CertifiedCarCare.net. All right, hey, I did an awesome interview with Bill McAnally. He's got BMR Driving Academy for all you young drivers that maybe you want to move up. Take a listen. All right, folks. You know, I hope you've heard the name Bill McAnally because Bill McAnally has been so strong on the West Coast helping young drivers work their way up the ladder. And I, Bill and I have kind of bounced back and forth many times, and I just found out he's doing a driving academy. And they just joined NASCAR for driver development in 2021. I was so excited. I reached out, and we have Bill on the line right now. Bill, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Dave. Hey, thanks for, for having me on the show and, and talking to you. We're excited about the BMR Drivers Academy. We're ecstatic that NASCAR has made it a official uh, driver's development program under the NASCAR banner. And, uh, we're looking forward to 40 green flag starts for these young drivers. Lots of seat time. They can use this program. They're leading the points. They can earn full-fledged ARCA races. At race 14, 24, and 30, the points leader is actually going to earn a full-fledged ARCA race. And then at the end of the season, everybody that won a race, any of those 40 races, for any race you win, you get an entry in a drawing, and somebody's going to earn a truck race and be Derek Krause's teammate at Phoenix in the Camping World Truck Series. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I was looking at the schedule, and I'm telling you, any guy or girl that thinks they want to try this out, the track variations are off the charts. Everything from Willow Springs to American Speedway to uh, Irwindale, Sonoma, I mean, they're going to get a definite, def- oh, and yeah, they're going to get a definite experience on multiple tracks, which I think is huge. Well, it's it's a great program. It's it's diverse. They can get their road course development in yeah. and training. We're going to have great instructors working with them, uh, drivers that have won championships and races to help uh, point them in the right direction. And uh, they've got the inventory on the car, so when they're in the Driver Academy, 
they can select their paint scheme, their number, their sponsor. They can bring them with them. We're also going to have off-track education where we work with them on sponsor relationships, media training. Uh, we're going to have leaders of the industry come in, manufacturer sponsors, brake manufacturers, different people to come in and talk and, and educate these drivers on the many facets of the sport. Well, if there's anything I could do to help you from a media point of view, you don't hesitate. I'll be there in a heartbeat. So let's talk a little bit about what, okay, so somebody listens to this interview and they go, wow, my son or my daughter would be great. What's the first thing they need to do? Go to our website, bmrdriversacademy.com, and okay. it's got everything they need, including email addresses and phone numbers. So if they've got any questions, they can reach out. But it's pretty well explained in the in the program, uh, every, every piece of it from the race schedule to when it starts, what days we're at what tracks, and... Uh, we're, we've got 14 full-time competitors that we're slated to have, and then we'll do some one-off races with others. So it's, it's going to be a fun. We had 11, 11 drivers out here testing the other day. We wanted to look at them before we made any hard commitments. wanted them to learn a lot about the program. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun working with these young and upcoming drivers. I know, it's got to be. I mean, I do racer radio here in San Diego, and we deal with a lot of little kids. I got this one little guy, nine years old. He's got his own YouTube called uh, Growing Up Garage. He teaches you how to check tire pressure on his go-kart and his mini dwarf, teaches you how to mount the door. I mean, it's and the kid is absolutely a hoot. So I'm, it's it's so funny that we both are kind of doing the same thing but at different levels. But you've been doing this. You've been doing a driver development for what? How many years? Geez, Louise. We've been after it for 25 years. We've worked with a few San Diego drivers. Austin Cameron won a lot of races for us. Uh, he was a pleasure to have. Uh, Brian Eichler was another San Diego uh, driver that we worked with. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Becky McBride from San Diego. She's Big in NASCAR was big out at El Cajon Speedway, and no, a lot, a lot of motorsports in the San Diego area, and we've got a lot of ties. Well, and it's such a great opportunity because, you know, there's not really been a lot of development schools for NASCAR, or really any form of motorsports, to be honest with you. And I think it's important to give these young drivers an opportunity to fulfill their dream or not fulfill their dream. Maybe they get into it, they figure, eh, maybe it's not what I want to do. Maybe I want to be on the technician side or maybe I want to be a crew chief or maybe I want to, you know, maybe even be a spotter because there's so many different variances within uh, the NASCAR community that people could, you know, get into and make a really good living and have a lot of fun. Well, this program will do it with the drivers, spotters, crew chiefs, mechanics, truck drivers, I mean, it gives many an opportunity to get the experience to uh, to live the dream. Some of them will pursue it and make a full-time job out of it. And I've, we've had many, uh, many crew members that have gone through our program that are back east now working full-time in those positions. And I tell you, that's really rewarding. You go to uh, go into the NASCAR garage and see the people that – 
that you were able to to help meet their goals and their dreams by by going through your program. It, it's uh, that's the most rewarding thing there is to do. And for folks that maybe not don't know who he's talking about, Cole Custer, Chase Briscoe, Brendan God, Todd Gilliland, Haley Deegan. She is going to be a star to watch out for. Trust me. Gary Krause and Peyton Sellers. I mean, all of these drivers have made it, I think, quite well in the NASCAR community. If not right now, like Haley, she's just starting out. Uh, but, you know, Brendan gone. Chase, he still he did good uh, the other day at uh, Daytona. Cole Custer. I mean, you've got a who's who of up-and-coming drivers coming out of your, your school. Well, we've had we've had a lot of great drivers come out of our program and had the opportunity to work with them, and it's their passion and drive and determination that make them what they are. And every one of them just needs a path and and a ladder to climb to get there. And we try to provide that in our program and get them ready so when they get that shot to to move up to the next division, they're ready. And people need to understand this academy is not just going in circles or going on a road course. It teaches drivers on-track and off-track attitude and how to handle themselves and how to deal with sponsors. And, 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 it, and it's, a, it's a full package because it's, it's not just one thing to be successful in, in NASCAR or really any motorsports. I don't care if it's Camping World, Arkham. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, you've got to be a full package to, to, to be successful. Yeah, you've got to be marketable. You've got to be able yep. to help your sponsor reach their goals, whether it's selling auto parts or hamburgers. And yep. uh, you got to be marketable. you got to be able to go into a, a meeting and light the room up. So we work with the drivers on how they present their sponsors and uh, how they talk in a room and they're speaking and, you know, media interviews, another very important piece. you gotta got to be a, a media darling to, to get the exposure for your sponsor. But, yeah, it is a whole package. Off-track's just about as important as on-track. you can, uh, you got drivers that uh, have never won a race but have been racing for a long time because they know how to handle the marketing and the sponsors and, and stay there year-to-year racing. Well, without a shadow of a doubt. And I always like kind of bagging on Kyle Kyle uh, Bush. He should have taken your course, you know, because when he finishes a race and he doesn't do well, he doesn't come across the way he should come across. He's usually pretty angry. And I think if he would have taken your academy, I don't think I think he would be more loved within the community, wouldn't you think? Well, he's lucky the Mars Company likes him a lot because uh, they. Uh, He's been able to retain those sponsorships and, and keep them going. But, yeah, sometimes he's not the most pleasant after a race, that's for sure. So i got to tell a cute story. So I'm at a press event with Toyota, and they're bringing out the new Camry. And he was there. So, you know, we're all this is Q&A. You know, and I raise my hand, and he goes, yeah, what, what can I do for you? He says, where are your M&Ms? He's, oh, man, I forgot to bring some. I go, what do you mean you forgot to bring some M&Ms? That's the only reason I showed up. But he was good. It, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, hey, Bill, we're going to do this throughout the season. Uh, kind of maybe keep us in a loop on how how the kids are doing in the academy. You know, who's coming to the top? Who should we be watching out for? And we'll get people to start watching 
you know, the Arkham Menard series when it's on TV. And so people can start following uh, these drivers and, and kind of, you know, say, hey, I watched him right from the very beginning. I think that would be fun. We will definitely keep you updated on uh, on how we're doing, and we'll get some of the kids to call in and, and talk to you, Dave. You can give them some of that media training. Oh, man, I'll do that in a heartbeat. Bill, thank you very much. Give that website out one more time. BMRdriversacademy.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.